You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. Top of the fourth inning, Jack Sterner on the mound. First pitch to Harris Williams. Hit sharply to second base, Pintar with the glove. Over to first, one up, one down. Nice start to the top of the fourth for Jack Sterner, one away. Uh, for both teams now, it's like two or th- I think that might be the third or fourth first pitch out right. that they've made to start off an inning. Now Ryan Davis looks at strike one from Sterner. one nothing lead for San Francisco. One run on four hits. And here's a shocker for you. We're in the fourth inning. No one bind seven errors today. <laughs> I said, well, after yesterday, you'd probably say the over. <laughs> 0-2 count to Davis. Sterner delivers the 0-2 high, ball one. Yeah, the hard thing about that Thursday night game is it was in the mid-30s, right? It was snowing and raining pretty much the whole game, but a couple of innings. So the ball's constantly wet when you're fielding it. And you you could tell it just played effect to both teams and be able to play catch. The 1-2 pitch. Hit down the left field line. McIntyre on the move. It will be a foul ball ultimately, but... Mitch McIntyre, full extension, trying to make the catch right on the line. Can't come up with it. But, again, it will drop foul. So, a great one, two. There. Yeah, he uh, just about came up with it. Look, with Mitch's speed, there's no ball yeah. that you think he can't get to. Just glad that was foul. Yes. So, one ball, two strike count to Davis. That's two times now that we've just... Barely been on the outstretch in the outfield. Yeah, Gamble in center, and that play with McIntyre in left. Davis having a conversation with the home plate umpire. And now play will resume. The 1-2 pitch to Davis. Now two balls and two strikes to the third baseman. The 2-2. Good pitch. Taken for strike three. The pitch inside, and Sterner gets the call two away. Yeah, just froze him on the inside corner with a fastball there at 91. So with two outs, the catcher, Thomas McCarthy, will bat. McCarthy with a single in the second inning. Bases are empty. And a hearty cut on a 90-mile-an-hour fastball from Jack Sterner. Strike one. I'm basically blaming all of his hits this whole weekend on me, right? I'm the one that told Shaw, I'm like, oh, this guy's batting below 100 coming into the series. So, of course, he's going to be the guy that kills us this week. That's just traditionally how it's gone over the last few years. And sure enough, he's got like four or five hits on the weekend. The 0-1 pitch, low and outside, evening the count at a ball and a strike. Bases empty, two outs. Sterner with the 1-1, and that hits McCarthy. That is the second. And it actually it hit him and ricocheted and hit the umpire. Oh, and the umpire's down on a yeah. knee. He's trying to collect himself. And BYU trainer Judd Franson out to make sure that the home plate umpire, Dax Upton, is okay. Both uh, umpires so it, coming in to talk to him. and It went shoulder off Abe's top of his face mask and then hit him square in the face. Oh, and, my and goodness. And it's a 90-plus mile an hour pitch. Oh, my goodness. He's up. He's standing up. He seems to be okay, but that is obviously a jarring situation when you get that foul ball right into the face. And he's going to put the mask back on. He seems to be okay. Judd pats him on the back. He talks with his other two umpires, that being Alberto Ruiz and Jacob Asher. And now the three umpires talking behind home plate. Before the ump was hit on the hit-by-pitch that ricocheted off of McCarthy, There were two outs, and now McCarthy is at first base. So San Francisco looking to get something done once again with two outs. 
They are three for five with two outs in this ball game, hitting 600 right now. They have one run on four hits. BYU, no runs, no hits. The batter is Jovetich. Ball one, high and outside. Vujovic was hit in the third, and now McCarthy hit in the fourth. Sterner with the 1-0. Misses low, two balls and no strikes to Jovetic. McCarthy at first, two outs. Top of the fourth, one nothing lead for San Francisco. The 2-0. Fouled back by Jovic, strike one. Two balls, one strike, and two outs. Sterner at 54 pitches here in the top of the fourth inning. Jack looking for his first win of the season. This is his fourth start. Swing and a foul out of play. Nice job by Sterner fighting back, and it's now two balls and two strikes. The leadoff man, Luke Kieschel, in the on-deck circle for San Francisco, but Sterner's hoping he does not face him in this inning. He'd like to close things out right here. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. The pitch to Jovetic. Misses away, full count. Today is superhero day here at the ballpark. Your favorite day of the year, right? You know it. You know it. I see Cosmo wearing a cape. Well, runner at first now will be taking off with a full count and two outs. Infielders are going to have to throw across the diamond. The payoff pitch. Fouled out of play, and we'll do it again. Your favorite superhero is who? I'm an Iron Man guy. Is okay. that a superhero? Do you consider that or no? Well, of course. He's an Avenger, well, yes. No, but, I mean, are you Cape Crusaders only? or no, no, what, no, no, Where no. are we going? I mean, I am a Superman guy. Okay. But well, of course you are. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Yeah. I don't even all, know what that means. All upper body and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> the payoff pitch fouled off. And it's another 3-2 pitch forthcoming from Jack Sterner. My whole life, I've always been Superman number one, Spider-Man number two. And you're all Iron Man. I, I do like Iron okay. Man. Okay. All right. It's fine. Spoiler alert, he died. Oh, he did, really. 3-2 pitch. Atta Swing boy. and a miss. And that is a big, big strikeout for Jack Sterner. And we'll head to the bottom of the fourth. One nothing San Francisco on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. Bottom of the fourth inning, one nothing San Francisco. The three, four, and five hitters do up. Mitch McIntyre leading things off against Grant Nijak. And McIntyre fouls it off to the left side, strike one. Hey, Shep, if you didn't know this, he, he's throwing a no-hitter right now. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about yeah. it as much as we possibly can. Know, through yep. three no hitter. Pitched. He's throwing a no-hitter. I don't so. know if anybody heard it. No yeah. hitter going just, on right just now. Just throwing that out there. Just going to put it out there. A bunt is foul by McIntyre. Uh, good idea. Yeah. He gets that fair down the line. Davis is playing so far back at third. It's a hit. So, no balls, two strikes to Mitch McIntyre. can't believe you pulled a spoiler alert on me like that. <laughs> I'm not going to worry about a movie that's been out, and it's actually now on actual television. The 0-2 pitch outside, 1-2. and two. Honestly, I remember somebody getting upset when they mentioned that Darth Vader was Luke's father, and this was like 30 years later. And I'm like, if you haven't seen a movie in 30 yeah, years, that's, that's on, on you. you. Yeah. 1-2 pitch outside, two balls and two strikes. By the way, spoiler alert, Darth Vader is Luke's father. Yeah. Thanks, Captain Obvious. 
Two balls, two strikes. BYU down one nothing. The pitch inside. And now a full count to Mitch McIntyre. Yeah, close take right there. Yes, it was. Mishek wanted that pitch. And now you got to make it hurt with a full count here, Mitch. You need to get a leadoff on. And again, any hit down the right or left field yeah, line. A lot of space out there. Is going to get down. And it Never is ball four. And so the leadoff man is on for BYU, courtesy of a walk. It's amazing how many times you see a one close pitch affect the pitcher, right? Yeah. He almost had strike three, and then he wasn't even close the next pitch because it, you know, it got to him a little bit. Yep. He'll say it didn't get to him, but obviously by the results of the next pitch, it got to him. Cole Gamble now batting with a runner at first and nobody out. It's the first time that BYU has had the leadoff man on base. Three walks, by the way, for Nishak. Well, Cole's last time up, he smashed the ball to the second baseman for an out. The first pitch to Gamble. Outside, ball one. It's one of those days where you need the middle of the order to come up big for us. And three-hole gets a leadoff walk and see if we can get something going here. Rudder at first, nobody out. 1-0 count to Gamble. The pitch. Popped it up into foul territory, and it will get into the bullpen for BYU. For a second there, I thought Davis... The way that he was tracking that ball, it looked like he might be able to well, get there, right? Once, once the ball was popped up, it was out of our view because of the canopy here, so we weren't quite sure how far it was carrying. We had to wait for it to drop before we could really see where it was at. And it worked out for BYU because it got out of play. So one ball, one strike. A check on McIntyre at first. A lot going on today on campus. Obviously, we've got baseball going on here. Southfield, you have soccer, softball today. Lots going on. Hopefully, it's three dubs. 1-1 one, one pitch. Low for ball two. Yeah, fun little weekend. BYU TV and BYU Radio extremely busy today. Absolutely. Yes, indeed. Soccer playing as baseball's re reward because then we get you on the radio. 2-1, misses take. three balls and one strike. And now, now you're making... There's a good chance you'll see... Uh, Nishak Mitch, work yeah, here. Mitch might be going here on 3-1. little 3-1 hit and run. And by the way, BYU leading Gonzaga 2-0 at the half. Good first half for the Cougars. In soccer, by the way, is what we're talking about. Gamble, high fly ball into left center. And it will be Foster moving over to make the catch. One out. Bringing in the designated hitter, Jacob Wilk. Yeah, chance that could have been ball four. He was mad at himself. He kind of threw his bat down. The ball was running away from him up and elevated. one nothing lead for San Francisco. That one run came in the top of the first. So the one-run lead has held. We're in the bottom of the fourth. And Jacob Wilk with a big swing to left field, but it will stay in the park. Foster underneath it. The ball just had too much air underneath it. Yeah, just missed it. Good swing there. Just missed it. I like the aggressive swing there, but... Now two kind of deep fly ball outs in a row, and now we have two outs and runner on first, and you, you would hope that one of those guys could have got him in scoring position to give Cowden a chance to, to drive him in, but uh, he can still drive him in if he hooks the ball down the line here with Mitch's speed. Absolutely. A lot of speed at first with Mitch McIntyre. BYU still looking for its first hit. A leadoff walk to McIntyre. Well, he was there with nobody out, now there with two outs. Nishek's pickoff move to first base is not very good. No, almost to the point where you kind of wonder why they keep going yeah. that route. 
First pitch to Cowden up the middle. And aggressive base running has McIntyre going first to third. And BYU gets its first hit. The no-hitter is over. So nice job by you. And that is BYU's first hit with two outs in the ballgame. First hit period. But it came at a very big time. So now runners on the corners with two out. Yeah, and that's just, hey, not doing too much there. Josh just went right back up the middle with a, a nice little ground ball single. And now you have the freshman who was last time up hit a line drive to center with two outs and runner in scoring position. See if he can get himself a nice knock here and tie this game up. I like that, that it's first and third, so the first baseman has to hold on. So there's a big four hole available right. for Coop to, to pull it in there. Base hit ties this ball game up. First pitch to Vest in the dirt. And a good block by McCarthy. Both runners staying put. McIntyre at third. Josh Cowden at first. At the plate, the freshman, Cooper Vest. As you mentioned, hard hit ball lining out to center field in his first plate appearance. Big spot here for the freshman. And that oh, ball are you hit me? right back to Nichak. Oh, and he caught the ball, but he is in some pain. He is doubled over, and he is in serious pain. We'll give you an update when we come back. Top of the fifth next. one nothing San Francisco on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Top of the fifth inning. One-nothing lead for San Francisco and an unbelievable catch by Grant Nishak. Caught the ball right in the midsection and probably wished he hadn't. No, he definitely wished he had because it saved himself a run, but my, I I know where you're going there. They do have a bullet, the guy down in the pen getting ready now. I would be curious to see if he goes back out there. Yeah, he was in some pain. We mentioned before we went to break, he was doubled over in some pain. He was able to walk off. So, yeah, we will see if he comes back out, but is able to make the catch on 100% reactionary making that catch. And it otherwise, BYU may have tied the ball game up. The batter, Kieschel, the leadoff man. One ball, one strike count from the BYU starter, Jack Sterner. One-one pitch outside, two balls and one strike to Luke Kieschel. Kieschel 0 for 2, two ground outs, one to third, and then one to short. 2-1 pitch, and he pops it up. Pintar thought he had it, called off by Watkins. It's short, and the catch is made. Kieschel is retired, and he is now 0 for 3. Those shortstops always want to take charge, right? <laughs> Pintar's like, I got this. Brock's like, no, get away from here. It's mine. Well, at first you had Pintar kind of yeah. waving everybody off, so I thought he was going to make the catch. But then, like you said, he was called off by Watkins. One out, nobody on. Foster the batter, the left fielder. First pitch to Foster is a swing and a miss, strike one. Kind of excuse me swing there. He right. really didn't want to swing for yeah, that. It was somewhat of a half-hearted swing. Yeah. He grounded out in the first, walked in the third. So officially 0 for 1. The 0-1 pitch. Misses inside. One ball and one strike. Breaking ball just missed down. Sterner delivers the 1-1 outside. 2-1 now to Foster. one nothing lead for San Francisco. That run being scored with two outs in the top of the first. BYU did pick up its first hit in the bottom of the fourth. And a good 2-1 pitch for strike two from Sterner, evening the count 2-2. Two and two. Yeah, the Dons had a chance in the third inning to with bases loaded one out, but a great double play ball that Jack threw and a great play by Cooper to finish that inning and give him no runs. 2-2 two, two pitch. Hit into center field, past Pintar at second, and 
That will be a base hit for Darius Foster, his first hit of the ballgame. Yeah, got jammed there, and he just was able to be uh, strong enough to, to get a nice little soft single up the middle. In the ballgame, the Dons hitting 294. A check on Foster. And this guy at the plate, Jack Winkler, has been a thorn in the Cougars' side. He's two for two with a single and a double. Going to take care of him. And make it three for three. Lines it right back up the middle. They throw back to second. Foster had gone past second. He's able to jump back to the bag, but I'm not sure what he was thinking. Yeah, hard hard round. Cole tried to back pick him there, but his throw was uh, just a little wide. So Winkler, three for three, two singles and a double. And San Francisco trying to add to its one nothing lead here in the top of the fifth. With one out, they have runners at first and second. That will bring in Jordan Vujovic. He hit a double that scored the run in the first, and it was hit by a pitch, so he's been on base twice. Yep. Need a ground ball right here, Jack. First pitch to Vujovic in the dirt. It bounces away from Cowden, but not far enough for anybody to advance. And a timeout is called by Josh. He'll walk the baseball out to his pitcher, Jack Sterner, and they'll have a quick conversation on the mound. Yeah, just making sure that they get their sequence down, their signals, and settle this pitcher down a little bit. 6 hits for San Francisco. So far, just the one run. San Francisco has left 5 on. BYU's hoping it's at least seven by the end of the inning. And now two balls and no strikes to Vujovic. I'm hoping for six, which means it's double play ball. So only one guy is ah, left Ah, there on. you go, yes. Well played. <laughs> well played. Two balls, no strikes, one out. Runner at first and second. Sterner looks back at second at Foster. And delivers, and that pitch low and inside. Three balls and no strikes. There is throwing in the BYU bullpen. It's like that sign, Nelson. No, no, Boston Mabius is down there playing a little catch. The 3 0. Outside, and that's ball four. And with one out, the bases are loaded. That's ex the exact same situation that was in the third inning. Where the same guys are on, on the base that's when right. Munoz grounded into the double play. That's right. And BYU is hoping for the exact same result here. Munoz 0 for 2 with a strikeout. Head coach Michael Littlewood out on the mound, and that will do it for Jack Sterner. We will have our first pitching change. We'll take a break. We're in the top of the fifth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. Boston Mabey is the new pitcher for the BYU Cougars. This pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. And Boston has been pitching really well as of late. It's appearance number nine. He comes in with an ERA of 5.56. He's pitched 11 in the third. He's given up five hits, seven runs, all seven earned. He's walked nine, but he struck out 18. Opposing batters hitting just 139 against Boston. Yeah, and this is a great spot for him. Back-to-back -back lefties coming up. Left-on-left -left matchup. Boston has a 90-93 mile an hour fastball with a plus breaking ball. Great spot here for him to come in and try to get a ground ball or strikeout. And he comes in with the difficult situation of trying to get out of a bases-loaded jam and only one out. 
and he will face Jacob Munoz. As Tuckett was mentioning before the break, the exact same scenario playing out in the third inning. Bases loaded, one out, and Munoz at the plate. BYU got out of that jam with a double play. Can they do it again? Big, big spot here in the fifth. One-run ball game. Dons have a chance to, to bust things thing open. Boston is trying to keep the keep the score right where it's at. The first pitch to Munoz. Strike one. And ball there. Munoz looks back at Dax Upton and is like, really? That was a strike? Yeah, good curveball to start at his front hip. Nice pitch inside. The 0-1 pitch to Munoz. That pitch low and outside. One ball and one strike. one nothing lead for San Francisco. We're in the top of the fifth. The rubber match between these two teams. BYU taking game one. San Francisco taking game two. Both in extra innings. The 1-1 pitch. Misses two balls and one strike to Munoz. Yeah, curveball just a little low there. Don't want to go to 3-1. Yeah, you don't want to have to be forced to give him anything to hit. pitch. Outside corner, strike two. Boy, that was a good pitch from Boston Mabius. Yeah, and it's a borderline outside pitch. Definitely got the benefit of the call there. He needed that one. It's a 2-2 count. Go to that breaking ball right here. Get that strike out. Come on, Boston. Two balls, two strikes. And the pitch to Munoz, and it hits him. That will be a hit-by-pitch RBI as Foster scoring from third, and it's now 2-1 San Francisco. Yeah, you like to make him earn it. Just that curveball stayed inside and hit Munoz in the back of the leg there. A pinch hitter, Jacob Westerman, will check in. Hitting in place of the number six hitter, Harris Williams. Now you're really looking for a double play ball right here to minimize this just to the one run and keep it to a 2 nothing score. A hit here, you know, breaks this thing open. Got to settle down here if you're Boston. Relax and, and get back in the zone. And timeout is called. Cowden out to talk with Boston. Are they just making sure they're on the same page yeah, here? Getting on the same page. Or maybe try and reassure Boston on the mound. Yeah, and and there's a couple guys in the pen that you're you're trying to possibly get loose. Now, Mike Littlewood is going to come out, and that's probably going to be it for Boston. Maybe I have not seen anything official, but. Coach is out to talk with Boston right now. So the entire infield plus head coach Mike Littlewood talking with Boston Mabius. It's now 2-0 in favor of San Francisco. And now the call has been made. Another pitching change. We'll take a break. Back to let you know who's in the ballgame for the Cougars next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Reed McLaughlin, the new pitcher for the BYU Cougars. Another pitching change means another mention for PZ Printing, sponsor of all of our pitching changes here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. And it's great to see Reed out on the mound today. You heard in the pregame interview from Coach Littlewood, that he thought Reed was going to be available. Reed having the back spasms in game one, having to come out of the ball game. So it's good to see that Reed is physically ready to go for today. 
Yeah, good to have him back out there. He's a guy that, uh, he's your stopper. You bring in this game, hoping to get a big out here, if not two with a double play. Keep this to a two-run game. Give your, your offense a chance. We say this all the time, but you limit the damage. But that's really what you have to do. And obviously, you had the bases loaded, hit by pitch, that made it 2 nothing. But at this point, you've got to just keep it to 2 nothing. You can't let it get out of hand. Yeah, that's the whole point to go to the right-hander right here. And Jacob Westerman, the pinch hitter, coming in with one out, and the bases are loaded, facing, facing Reed McLaughlin. And the first pitch from Reed, strike one. 91 from McLaughlin. Adonis tried to do a little fake steal there to see if they could get Reed to balk. We've already seen a balk in this ballgame. However, it was Grant Nishak, the starter for San Francisco, was called for a balk. No place to put Westerman. The 0-1 pitch, strike Good two. Good spot. Got him right where you want now. You Don't give in here. Don't give him anything to hit. Go to your best stuff right here. I'm assuming to Westerman that pitch looked high. Yeah. Nice job of Reed to hit the top of the zone and get strike two and Reed's ahead no balls and two strikes be interesting to see if you see Reed go to the slider here for a swing and miss running away from him the 0-2 pitch on its way strike Atta three boy. looking and Reed McLaughlin comes in and throws three strikes and now two outs Cougars one out away from getting out of this jam yeah just a two seam fastball that ran back over the plate Nicely done. Didn't even swing at one pitch. And still work to be done yes. here with Fareed. Can't relax. Ryan Davis at the plate. Still two outs. Still bases loaded. First pitch to Davis. Fouled back. Strike one. 92 from McLaughlin. A little drilling pumping right now. Oh, we mentioned earlier, Davis had a huge, huge bases loaded double in last night's 10th inning. 0 for 2 on the day. Big spot, bases loaded, two-run ball game here in the fifth. Two outs. Got to execute pitches. Davis 0 for 2 with two strikeouts. And the 0-1... Outside corner, strike two. And all Reed is doing is throwing strikes. Just throwing strikes. Come on, Reed. Come on, Bulldog. Big spot right here. Our team needs you. Just the demeanor on the mound, his body language. Tweaked his back a little bit on Thursday. Doesn't look like that with the velocity right now. No, he doesn't. He is not showing any effects of the back spasms. The 0-2 pitch, a check swing. They will appeal, and they will say he did not go around. Ball one on the pitch from McLaughlin. Yeah, it's close. I'm not sure it if he did, It was real though. close. The problem with the, the three-man crew is that there's nobody at third base right now to be able to check that. I didn't look like he went, no. And that is, that, that is a conference decision. Is that correct? Yeah, Whether is, you're going yeah. four or three. It's not individual teams. Last year we were going to go to the four-man. Correct. But then this year because of budgets and whatnot, they decided to go three-man. Yeah, it was strange because we, when we were on the road for those early series, it was four-man four uh, yeah. umpire crews. And so you kind of get used to it. And it's, oh, yeah. Swing and a miss, strike three, and Reed McLaughlin is pumped. Came into the ball game with the bases loaded, needing two outs, and he picked up two big strikeouts. Oh, what a game for Reed McLaughlin coming in relief. We head to the bottom of the fifth. It's 2-0 San Francisco. Let's see if the Cougar Bats can come alive on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Bottom of the fifth inning, first pitch to Danny Jelilich. Hit right back up the middle, and after a strong pitching performance from McLaughlin, 
the Cougar Bats coming alive here in the bottom of the fifth inning. That's BYU's second hit, and Danny Jelilich at first base with a leadoff single. Yeah, great way to start. Now we just got to keep it up right here with Peyton. Peyton Cole. Another base hit oh past the diving shortstop and into uh -oh, left field. Oh, uh oh, Jelly, Jelly, it, Jelly. Yeah, Danny Jelilich is down holding the back of his left leg. I didn't see what happened. Was he rounding second? It was right before he got to second. It looked like his hamstring might have tightened up. Oh, on and he's punching the ground right yeah. now. That does not look good. We certainly don't want to speculate, but he is clearly in some pain. Yeah, he really is. Oh, man. Oh, you feel horrible for Danny Jelilich. Yeah, grabs that hammy about three steps from second base on the replay. Yeah, head coach Mike Littlewood and trainer Judd Franson both out with Danny, and they're each going to get on one side of Jelilich. He's going to put his arms around both guys' shoulders, and they'll walk him off. He is putting some weight on that, but not much. I hate to see that, mm, that's man. That's terrible. Gets a big sparked single to start this inning off, and then back-to-back -back hits. And, ah, oh, man, hate to see that to Danny, especially a senior who's been through so much, who's fought through some back injuries, and he's starting to really see the ball and spark this lineup, and you hate to see that. Not only is he a good player, he's one of the best kids in the world. Yeah, he is a guy that you root for not just because of what he does on the baseball diamond, but what he what he means to this team as a teammate and a leader. He's just an all-around great guy. So Pintar at the plate. And, so, uh, and it's Latham now. Yeah, Latham comes in. So I'm going to assume then that the new outfield will be Gamble in right. Yep, You'd have yep. center field with McIntyre, and then Latham would go to left. Most likely, yeah. Pintar was trying to sack the guys over there. BYU with an opportunity to get back in this ballgame, trailing 2 nothing. Runners at first and second. Nobody out, and did that pitch him? inside. It if Ooh. it didn't hit him, I don't know how it didn't. Ah, just all you got to do if you're Pintar there, it's a, it's, a, it's a hanging breaking ball in the inside corner. Turn your back and take that, and I, its base is loaded. I have no idea how that didn't hit him. Yeah. Man. One ball, one strike to Pintar. Back-to-back -back hits to begin this bottom of the fifth. Danny Jelilich out of the ball game with an... A lower leg injury. 1-1 one, one pitch. Misses outside, 2-1. And, and I think Grant Nishak wanted that one. Two one count. You might see Coach let him swing here. But you need to get those runners in scoring position. Two balls, one strike. Nishak to Pintar. Pintar a bunt to the first base side to throw over he to beat first. It. He Not beat it. Time. He beat it. Single. Pintar is safe. Yep. It was the first baseman moving up to glove it. He thought about going to third, and that pause cost him at first base. Yeah, and he beat the second baseman there for a bunt single. Nicely done. Great job there. Just running hard. Yeah, never got to the bag. Never got to the bag. BYU in business. The go-ahead run is on base, and Brock Watkins will bat with the bases loaded and nobody out. This tuck an opportunity the Cougars chance. have to take advantage of. This is of. a chance right here. That is back-to-back-to-back -back -back singles. A single from Danny Jelilich, followed by Peyton Cole, and now Andrew Pintar. Remember, Jelilich not in the ball game. He has been replaced by Hayden Latham. So it is Latham at third base. And they're going to go ahead and leave Grant Nishak out on the mound. Well, here we go. Bases loaded. No outs. Watkins up. 0 for 2 with a strikeout. Grounded out hard to short as last time. 
Nishek's looking to minimize, and the Cougs are looking to take advantage. The first pitch to Watkins. Strike one. Good pitch from Nishak. Yeah. Good front door slider there. Barely caught the inside corner. BYU, which struggled to get its first hit, now has four in the ballgame. Three singles in a row in this inning alone. We're in the bottom of the fifth. San Francisco leads 2-0. 0-1 pitch to Watkins. Good, good. Outside. And a good block by McCarthy. One ball and one strike. This is a fun time to hit. Bases loaded, no outs, trailing by two runs in the bottom of the fifth. Pitchers starting to struggle a little bit. Look how far Foster is playing. In left center. He's yeah. in left center. Down the line, it's a it's he, a double and probably three runs. Yes. If Watkins can just pull that ball down the left field line, this game is at minimum tied. And Nishak will step off and spin around. No throw to second. Outfielders are playing normal depth, so most singles are going to be going to tie this thing up. Even if Watkins goes the other way down the right field line, two runs are going to score. Yeah, and he's not playing as far to, uh, in the gap in right field like they normally have because he almost beat him down the right field line on uh, Thursday. One ball, one strike count to Watkins. Nishak delivers. Strike two. Was that another slider? Yes, it was. Yeah, three straight sliders now. Got a battle now. One, two count. Three straight sliders. You see it elevated. Just battle here. Nishak in the bottom of the fifth at 62 pitches. We weren't sure he was going to come back out for this inning, but now trying to work out of a jam. The one, two pitch to Watkins outside. Two balls and two strikes. Uh, a good job there by Brock. He wanted him to swing at that slider down and away. That's four straight sliders. I mean, if you're Brock, you're thinking, oh, he's got a, is he going to come for the fifth one? Right. right? Or is he going to try to sneak a fastball by? You still look fastball, and you just adjust. You see a slider elevated, and you put a good swing on it. After a way, away, away, do you go fastball in? It, it, it might be the spot. 2-2 two -two pitch to Watkins. Ground ball too short. Could be two over to second for one, over to first for two. So it is a double play, but Latham does score from third, and the Cougars have cut into the lead. It's now 2-1 San Francisco. Yeah, and, and you don't, that's the last thing you want. It's a big rally killer right there. Nishet got exactly what he wanted with the double play ball and only giving up the one run. That's what you want to do if you're a Don's pitcher right now, and he did his job. Ah, frustrating. That's a spot there where you, you don't want to give him the two outs. You want to hit a sack fly and, and, and take the out, but, but don't give him the double play ball. But a hard hit ball right at short, easy double play. And, and now we have a runner at third with McIntyre, our senior leader up, with a chance to tie it. It looks like they're going to go to a change here, yeah, Shep. They're going to have a pitching change. We'll take a break. Two outs. BYU has the tying run at third. The batter will be McIntyre facing a new pitcher when we come back on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. The new pitcher for the San Francisco Dons, number 22, Eric Razelman. This is appearance number seven, and he's been hit around. Comes in with an ERA of almost 16, 15.88, an 0-1 win-loss record. He's pitched five and two-thirds. He's given up 11 hits, 10 runs, all 10 earned. He's walked eight. He struck out six. Opposing batters hitting 423 on the season, and he's given up four home runs. That's tied for the most on the Don's pitching staff. Well, it's interesting because you, you look at there, and every warm-up pitch has been 93-mile-an-hour fastball. He's got a live arm. But uh, where he struggled this year, Shep, is that he hasn't been able to throw his off-speed pitch for a strike. And so because of that, he's become a one-pitch pitcher. And, and, and college hitters, you just throw a fastball, you know, there's a good chance for you to tattoo that. So this is exactly who you want up with two outs, right? Your senior leader, he's having a fantastic year. And this is the guy that you want to have up to have a chance to tie this game up here with a big two-out hit. Two outs, there is the tying run at third base. Peyton Cole... At third, 
The first pitch to McIntyre. Misses high, ball one. 93 up and away right there. Mitch can hit the fastball. This is a spot where he likes to, to try to hit the fastball running away the other way. Tying run at third. The 1-0 pitch from Razelman. Misses away, 2-0 now. Doterra, proud sponsor of BYU Baseball. We appreciate their sponsorship of Cougar Baseball here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. So five innings pitch, ten hits, and eight walks, right? Is yep. that what I see? Yep. And again, four home runs. 2-0 pitch to McIntyre. High, 3-0 to Mitch. Is this the unintentional, intentional yeah, walk I here? I mean, honestly, this is a spot where first base is open, Coop's best hitter up, and uh, you're not going to give him anything to hit. And it looks that way because all three of them are really not even close. Yeah. Cole Gamble in the on-deck circle for the Cougs. 3-0 pitch to McIntyre, and that's a four-pitch walk, a two-out walk to Mitch McIntyre. That is back-to-back -back walks for Mitch, a walk in the fourth and in the fifth. Well, and one thing that that really helps right here is that because you walk Mitch, right? Yeah, you walk him. You don't really want to face him anyways. But because now the first baseman now has to hold him on, right? right? Gives Cole Gamble, you know, the chance to, you know, hit a ball in the four hole. Because if he's playing in normal depth, he might be able to get that. But now he can roll over on a pitch into the four hole and get himself a, an RBI to tie this game up. Well, and you wonder, can Mitch get to second base? Assuming they won't throw, maybe thinking of the double steal, and they'll let Mitch get into scoring position. Yeah, this is a spot here where Coach won't probably won't steal Mitch because he wants the first baseman to stay on the bag so that there's a bigger gap there. This is all a chance for Cole Gamble right here. Big, be big on, opportunity. Be on time for a fastball. He was clutch on Thursday. Need it again right here. First pitch to Gamble. Outside, that's five straight pitches. This is where I wish the rock was starting to chant. Yeah. Ball six, <laughs> ball six. Eric Razelman into the ball game and is yet to throw a strike. You don't need to do too much here, Cole. Just a nice single up the middle, tie this game, and get the next hitter up. Two outs, runners on the corners. The 1-0 pitch. Taken for strike there. one. Yeah, that pitch looked a little high. But got the call, so one and one. Yeah, borderline pitch got the benefit. Usually don't reward a pitcher who hasn't thrown a strike yet. Right. But uh, I'm not going to complain because uh, we've gotten a few of those today. They usually even out. That's right. 1-1 one, one pitch to Gamble, and McIntyre was on the move, fouled off, and Mitch will have to run back to first. So one ball, two strike count to Cole and Gamble. I'll tell you what. If you look at all his sticks, uh, statistics of the year, Cole's actually a better two-strike hitter than any other count when he's up there. So this is a spot where he shortens up and puts the ball in play, and, and usually good things happen. Well, Cougars one for five today with two outs. The one-two pitch and a strikeout of Cole Gamble, and the Cougars will leave the tying run at third and the go-ahead run at first. They do get on the board, however. We'll head to the top of the six. Don's leading 2-1 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. He's a hospital patient, distraught and angry, and shatters his surgeon's jaw with his fist. For the next three years, he lives alone in the Canadian wilderness tracking bald eagles. Every Vietnam veteran's story of reassimilation into society is going to be unique. Patrick Bradley's is extraordinary. All the details... Monday on Constant Wonder, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on BYU Radio. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Reed McLaughlin out to pitch the top of the sixth inning. He was fantastic coming in relief in the top of the fifth. He inherited bases loaded one out. He struck out the next two batters he faced, so... Now, facing the catcher, Thomas McCarthy, to begin the top of the sixth inning. Don's leading 2-1, and it's a strike one to McCarthy. And the outfield is what Tuckett and I expected. 
your new defensive outfield is Hayden Latham in left. McIntyre moves from left to center, and Cole Gamble moves from center to right. And McCarthy, a base hit in the six hole and in the left. Cannot get that guy out. Having a career weekend here this weekend. So that's the seventh hit on the afternoon for the Dons. Two runs on seven hits, one run, four hits for BYU. And that brings in Nick Jovadich, who is 0 for 2 with two strikeouts. Interesting, interesting to see if they think about bunting here. I'll tell you what, both teams have really struggled today with bases loaded, right? Yes, they have. First pitch to Jovadich right at Throw him out. Watkins at short. Didn't even have to move. They will take it. Nice hard hit liner right to Watkins for out number one. They threw to first, but McCarthy hadn't gotten too far from the bag. He's able to get back in time. That's actually one of those plays where maybe you hope Brock would drop it, right, touch the double. bag, and then get the double play, but not take the out. Back to the top of the order, Luke Kieschel. 0 for 3. And timeout is called. Kieschel steps out of the batter's box and now back in. One out, runner at first. The first pitch to Kieschel. It's the bottom of the strike zone, strike one. So how about this stat for the day? Both teams have had bases loaded each three, uh, a total of three times, right? Mm -hmm. Two double play balls and, and two strikeouts. How about that? Yeah, neither team has is going to write home about plate appearances with bases loaded. Oh, Reed got a, got away with one. He hung one on the inner half. And Kiesel just fouled it. That's a ball that he can hammer down the left field line. Reed ahead. No balls, two strikes. Now go execute. You're up 0-2. Go to your best pitch right here. That fastball away, down and away. Two-one lead for San Francisco. The 0-2 pitch, ground ball to first. Vest will go to second for one. Back to first, not in time. The ball gets away from Reed, covering first and sliding in head first is Kieschel into second base. Yeah, so you're going to get the uh, the three-six out, and then it's probably going to be an error on Reed. I think that ball should have been caught by him on the advancement to second, and that's a huge advancement because now you have runner in scoring position with two outs, and the Dons have been good at that. Yeah, that ball's got to be caught. That should be an E1 on that one on the advancement to, to second. And now you're facing a, a contact-type hitter. That's a big, big, big drop there. But the one thing about being a pitcher is that if you make the air, you have the possibility to make up for it. Right, that's right. With a big out. Two outs, a runner at second base. The batter, the left fielder, Darius Foster. First pitch to Foster, misses, ball one. One ball, no strikes. Two outs. 2-1 Two lead for the Dons. Reed looks back at second. It now delivers the 1-0 to Foster. In the dirt, 2-0. Yeah, got to get back in the count. You got a hitter on deck that's 3-for-3 three three and seeing it well today. Foster also has a single and, and, and scored a run. His last time up. Scored a one on run on the bases loaded hit by pitch. 2-1 lead, and now McLaughlin will step off the rubber, and timeout is called. Top of the sixth. Cougar catcher Josh Cowden out to talk with Reed. Go over the game plan here against Foster. Foster one for two and a walk. He singled in his last at bat in the fifth inning. Yeah. He was walked in the third, grounded out in the first. 
he's a contact guy. He does have a couple home runs, but he's a contact guy. He uh, he puts the ball in play. He, he he already starts choked up, about a about a full inch inch and a half on the handle. He just likes to put the ball in play and run. Two balls, no strikes to Foster. The 2-0. Ground ball past a diving second baseman in Pintar, and the runner from second base is going to score. That is an RBI single for Foster, and it's now 3-1 Dons. Yeah, and just out the outreach of the diving Pintar, back up the middle. That's his second straight hit up the middle. Just hitting the ball where it's pitched. So another unearned run at the moment because of that air. And kind of the the way of this weekend. First pitch to Winkler, who Tuckett mentioned a second ago is three for three. Two singles and a double. Two outs still, but now the lead for San Francisco back up to two runs. They'll check on Foster at first. Yeah, I'm surprised. I mean, Foster's looking to run right away. It is one strike, right? Uh, he... I thought he threw a pitch, didn't he? I do not believe Winkler has seen a pitch yet. A check swing, and they'll say a foul ball. I thought he fouled tip that. I no. what I, well, that's what it looked like he did. Foster, so it is, yeah. Foster is at second base. So, yeah, he didn't foul tip it, but a ball in the dirt. Foster gets there on the yep. stolen base. There you go. So now, now it is 0-2. 0-2 count. A guy who's 3-for-3. Three three. The Dons have already scored two of their three runs with two out hitting. So they've been clutched today. Got to make your best pitch right here, Reed. Keep this to a two-run game. The Dons coming in. Struggling in terms of wins and losses, but looking to get two of three here in Provo. They have a 3-1 lead. Obviously plenty of time for BYU to come back. BYU's already proven they can do that in this series. And now one ball, two strike count to Winkler. But now another run in scoring position. Foster at second. Eight hits for the Dons. Helping produce those three runs. The one-two pitch. Good pitch. Outside yeah, good corner, pitch. a late call, but the strike call is made. The Dons add a run, so it's now a two-run deficit for the Cougars as the BYU bats come to the plate next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. The five, six, and seven hitters will bat for the Cougars in the bottom of the sixth. BYU down 3-1. Wilk, Cowden, and Vest. And a swing and a miss by Jacob Wilk, the designated hitter. Strike one from the relief pitcher, Eric Razelman. The 0-1 pitch outside, one ball and one strike. Wilk 0 for 2 today. Struck out, popped out to left. Razelman with the 1-1. Another pitch outside. Well, he came in and did his job last inning, getting the big outs. Cooks had a chance to tie the game, if not take it, lead, and double play ball and a strikeout. Walked in a strikeout. The 2-1 pitch to Wilk. Got underneath it, popped it up on the infield. Well, it looks like it's going to be the shortstop, and it is. Winkler makes the catch, and Wilk now 0 for 3 on the day. Josh Cowden, 1 for 1. He walked in the second inning, and then a base hit in the fourth. BYU down two runs. Plenty of time for BYU to cut into this two-run deficit. Check swing. He did go around. Strike one. 
Well, Got to be on time with a fastball. 93-94 right now. He's feeling confident. He's got his green and gold shoes on. That's right. And look, Razelman was not coming in got with the best of stats. Power arm. The 0-1 pitch inside. He's one of those guys you can kind of call effectively wild at times, right? He he never can locate the same pitch back-to-back -back times, but he's in and out of the plate, good velocity. Can make it tough on hitters, but uh, he'll miss a lot middle. 1-1 one, one pitch, fouled off to the left. Like right there, that's 91 miles an hour fastball down the middle. That's the pitch you can't miss, and, and, and Josh fouls it back. Those are pitches that you got to be on time with and put a good swing on. Josh had a nice hit up the middle earlier today. Yeah, single in his last at bat in the fourth inning. The 1-2 pitch to Cowden. High and outside, two balls, two strikes. Nobody yeah. on, one out. Yeah, and he's just been a one-pitch pitcher right now. He's just straight going at him with the fastball. So until he proves otherwise, be on time for the fastball. 2-2 two -two pitch. Check swing. They will appeal again. Third base umpire says he did not go around. The pitch was a ball, so a full count to Cowden. Full count. Like I said, effectively wild. Every pitch has been in, out, in, out, high. Don't be afraid to take your walk, but if you get a pitch in the zone, be on time. Payoff pitch. Fouled off, and we'll do it again. Good swing right there. Yeah, 92 from yeah. Razelman. Good foul back right there. Just battling. Just need base runners right here. Cooper Vest in the on-deck circle. Razelman with the payoff pitch. Good high and outside. And that's the second walk today for Josh Cowden. And with one out, BYU has a runner at first base. Well, Coop's had two loud outs today. Yes. Line drive to center and then a crazy out on a first and third situation. Line drive that the pitcher ended up catching yeah. off the midsection. Basically with his bare hand. He never used his glove. Yes. It was an unbelievable reaction. Oh, I'd love to see Coop be on time for a fastball and hook one down the line. Vest 0 for 2, as Tuck mentioned. First pitch to Vest. Low and outside, ball one. How about... Coop's uh, high school career. It was unbelievable, but how many guys can you say had a walk-off grand slam to win the state championship? How Not many. That? Yeah. That, is a, that is a small group. Yeah, I don't know too many. I, that's the only person I know. Dream type thing right there. And I think he was only like a sophomore in high school <laughs> when that happened. Then last year he was pitcher of the year, didn't give up a run. The 1-0 pitch to Vest, fouled off. And you mentioned this earlier in the broadcast. Always has a smile on his face. Always. Always. Yeah, he got himself injured in the fall. He had uh, he hurt his opposite throwing. He hurt his right shoulder as a left-hander. Had to have a little surgery and uh, got cleared about four weeks ago to get back at it. And a little spot start against uh, Dixie, and now he's back in the lineup. 1-1 pitch to Vest. Misses away. Razelman wanted that one. Yes, Two balls and one strike. On deck is Hayden Latham. His timeout is called. Well, it looks like there's a warning, warning. to the dugout. Yeah, yep. they, were, they were griping about that last pitch as well, speaking of San Francisco. So Latham is in the ball game because after a single by Danny Jelilich, he pulled up with an apparent left leg injury. Do not have an update on him as of right now, So, but that is why Hayden Latham is in the ballgame. He will hit next, be his first at-bat. Two balls and one strike to Vest. 2-1. Yes. Hit to left field. Foster moving back, makes the catch, and now two away. Well, had him played perfectly there. Foster wasn't playing his normal 
left center that he normally plays, was able to get back to the wall and catch that up against uh, the warning track. But even where he was playing, a ball hit down the line. Yeah. Like, they are not playing the lines at all. No, they're not. Well, Latham has just absolutely struggled this year, and he's working so hard to get back, having a positive attitude, taking good batting practice. I'd love to see him have some success here. Hitting 0-86, and that ball chopped foul. I mean, he came into the season as, you know, starting left fielder, started every game for us last year in the shortened COVID season. But uh, he was a back-to-back SWAC player of the year in junior college at CSI. Talented player, just kind of going through a little funk right here. And, man, I'd love to see him just get a big hit here just to relax himself and give him some confidence in, in, in this time where we need it. The 0-1. Latham lifts that into right center, and it's Westerman over to make the catch. And we head to the top of the seventh, the Don still with a 3-1 lead on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.